Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. What I'd love to share with you today, um, uh, coming here, I just asked the, the Lord, what, what would you like me to share on, Lord? And I felt the message I was supposed to te- teach today was to be titled, The Pressure's All Off. And where that comes from is the value of being led by the Word of God and the voice of God, that there's no pressure in that, that all we have to do is follow to the best of our ability. So we'll dive into that. Amen? All right. Um, in, in life and in this day and age, you know, we have so many decisions that are before us that aren't necessarily in the Bible in plain English a lot of times, right? Like, do I vaccinate my children? You know, I don't know if you've read a verse about that lately, but I can't seem to find one. And it's a hot topic, right, in this day and age. Um, Many things like this, that's just one of mine personally, that um, the world will dictate what they feel, and a lot of times the church will dictate what they feel. But how many of you know that we are to be led by the Word of God and the Spirit of God? the voice of the Lord. And a lot of times the voice of the Lord, it doesn't look like what anyone's saying. And and I think our invitation as believers is to follow the voice of the Lord. And and sometimes in in our life, you know, that um, can look very crazy. I'm sure that when Noah, when God spoke to him to build a giant boat when it hadn't been raining, I'm sure that he wasn't stoked to look like a psycho. And a lot of times in life, you know, we want to do things and not stand out and look like a weirdo and save our reputation. And when God is calling us to massive acts of faith and to take these risks and these leaps in the faith to follow God's voice, no matter what it looks like, no matter what the outcome, but to follow the voice of the Lord. And I remember being a young girl. I grew up in the church and I, I love the word of God. And, you know, I, I just was so hungry to, to know the voice of the Lord in my daily life. And um, it's, it's one thing to, to read your Bible and, and to know it front to back. And, and I love that. And I think the value of that is everything. It's life and death. And it's a living and active word. It is speaking to us on our circumstances right now. And, and I just remember so being hungry for the voice of the Lord. And I... I just told God, you know, whatever it looks like, I just, I want to follow you and I want to give you my all. And I, I just, I had this, this hunger to, to know God outside of uh, just what I was reading. And how many of you know in a relationship when you get to know someone, at first it's an acquaintance. You know, you know them from a distance and you might have read a book about their life. And it's, it's an acquaintance, it's a knowing of. But I believe that God is calling each and every one of us from acquaintance to friend, to intimacy. And intimacy is a very, it's a, it's a, a journey of friendship right into that. And, and so a lot of times when you first are getting to know someone, um, like reading the Bible, you can, you can know it. But when you move into that friendship, you know, I know my best friend's favorite color. I know what's going on in the moment. And it's not a knowing about, it's a knowing, an intimacy, a present tense. And so God's drawing us from knowing, not only knowing about his, his ways, but about his heart. And so that's where God's moving us and in, into intimacy, a, a deep, connected, daily thing where we're chatting to God about the things that concern us and God's speaking back. And maybe in your life, you're like, man, I'm, I want to hear God, but I don't feel God speaking yet. I would just say to you today, man, dive in, practice hearing God's voice. And a lot of times 
when we're learning to hear God's voice and, and, and acting upon it, it can look a little crazy. And sometimes even knowing him a long time, it can look crazy. And I remember about when I was 15, I was working at McDonald's. Hallelujah, McDonald's. I also worked at Roundtable, which thank you, you're from California, you know what Roundtable is. I speak globally and they're like, what's Roundtable? And I'm like, Roundtable is everything, thank you. So I know that there's much better pizza now, but growing up, Roundtable was where it was at. And um, so I worked, I worked these jobs and I was on my way to work and I was early, because how many of you know that's a blessing to your employer when you are early? Can I get an amen? My father-in-law says early, is on time and on time is late. So that's something that I'm working towards in my life, having four children. But um, I was driving to work and I just hungry and God, I, I love your word and I love your voice and just speak to me and whatever it is, God, I'll, I'll do it without a, a thought process. I'll say it, I'll do it. And as I'm driving, I just saw, oh God bless you. Give it up for this beautiful man. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, as I'm driving to work, I... I just saw this piece of garbage on the side of the road. And has the Lord ever spoken to you to do something and you're like, well, that's stupid. Come on, be honest. Have you ever felt God told you to do something? You're like, no way. (laughs) I am not telling them that. I am not doing that. That is ridiculous. So I'm driving to work and I I just feel uh, this impression that I'm supposed to pick up this piece of garbage, put it in my car and go throw it away when I get to work. And you know, I'm a rationalizing person. So I'm like, where in the eternal perspective of this kingdom is that going to matter? Have you ever done that? You ever rationalized what God told you to do? But I got to work and I sat there in my car. And since I was early, I just knew it was God. And I came to this line in my life, which I believe is a word that God's giving all of us today. And that line is, what do I have to lose? I know you spoke to me, Lord. I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. What do I have to lose? And so I just jumped back in my car and I went back up the hill, got the stupid piece of paper, put it in my car, went to work and threw it in the trash can. And I'd love to tell you that angels flew out of the trash can and 50 people got saved. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to tell you that something incredible happened um, that I saw. But, but something incredible did happen that day. And that was the fact that my will got broken. Because Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on what makes sense to you and fall. You know, it was not probably making sense to Noah when God said, go build this huge boat. But probably didn't make sense to him. But he did it and he obeyed. And I think that the call of God, the invitation is that we would move from just knowing about him to knowing what he's saying in the moment and we would have the courage to do it. And as I threw that piece of paper away, the will of mine to have to understand everything and rationalize everything. It died in that moment going, God, I'll do it even if it doesn't make sense. God, I'll do it if I lose my reputation. God, I'll do it if I look crazy. And the submitting of my whole life to God began on a greater level where I would go where he went. I would say what he wanted me to say and I wouldn't fear man. And I remember as a little girl, I was probably seven years old and I was in a chapel at my school and, um, you know, praise and worship was happening. And um, I just, no one was really raising their hands. It was like a couple simple songs, you know. And, but I, everything within me, as I'm just closing my eyes, it took all the courage in the world just to close my eyes and worship. But as a little girl, I just, I wanted to raise my hands so badly. But I fought the fear of man. Like, what will people think? And they'll think I'm crazy or they'll think I'm a fanatic. Or, and as a tiny little girl, I remember having this wrestle. 
And I remember I came to this line in the sand and I said, God, I want to worship you with my whole being more than I'm afraid of what people will think. And I shot both hands up and I just stood there knowing that they'd mock me, knowing that I'd look stupid. But I made the choice that day. I'm going to do this because I know I'm supposed to do it and it's right for my life beyond what the fear of man is. And that is the invitation that God is calling you and I to on a daily basis, on a daily basis. And, and so, you know, that day it, it just started this journey of my life. And as a teenager with that encounter with God, breaking that will, I just began to be so hungry that God, all whatever I feel like I'm, you're saying or doing, I'm just going to, to the best of my ability, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be brave. And, you know, I think it's important when you're practicing hearing the voice of the Lord to tell people you're practicing. And, and maybe, you know, you can, thus saith the Lord, you, you, you can go for that, but, oh man, I hope you're right. But you know what's really beautiful is when we just humbly say to people, you know, the checker who's checking you out in the grocery store, and you just feel, man, I need to tell her that her kids are going to be okay. You get that unction. You, you, God ever speak to you? You just know you're supposed to tell somebody something, but, but, but man, they're going to think you're weird, or do you go to Bethel? You know, just, just, just whatever it is that, that is holding you back. I just want to encourage you today. Step over that line. Do it and risk obeying God more than the fear of failure. Because God's a kind father. And I don't know about you, but when my kids make a mistake, you know what? I'm not going to kick them to the curb. I'm going to go, come on, buddy, get up. Good job. Good try. Do it again. Come on, go for it again. And that's the father. He wants you to risk hearing his voice and going for it more than you fear failure. And so the journey of my life still to this day is to, to sing or to say or to any choice in my life that I would submit it to the Holy Spirit and just say, God, what are you asking me to do? I'll do it. And I, I know there's so many things in life, decisions and you know, vaccinations and movies and music. And you know, there's a whole lot of things in life that there's not a guidebook on necessarily specifically. Can I get an amen? But how many of you know that we are led as believers by the word of God and by his spirit. The word of God and his spirit lead me daily. And, I, you know, the, the movie situation for me is I love movies. I love movies. And for me, you know, a lot of times I think people are looking for someone to tell them what's okay for their life. And it's, it can be a beautiful heart that people look for the church or a leader to tell them what's right for their life. And, you know, I think that that's um, a beautiful heart. However, I believe the invitation for every believer is that the Holy Spirit would dictate what's right for our lives. And, and what's right for Pastor Ben may not be right for my life. And I remember being a young girl, and I loved Mariah Carey. So to this day, I just loved her music. And I remember going through a season in my life where I just, I knew that these emotional love songs as a single girl wanting to be married was not fruitful for my life. And I, I can sing every word to that whole album, and don't tempt me, I might. But I loved that album. And I remember putting it in the stereo one day, a cassette tape. Yes, it's a cassette kids are like, mommy, what is that? Um, and I just knew the Holy Spirit was like, this isn't right for you right now. This isn't right for you. A very popular show came out when I was a teenager and everyone and their mother was watching this show. And I just, they had clubs about it and just inside jokes about it. And I felt the Holy Spirit lean in and say, this show's not for you, babe. Oh man. 
And I, I just made that decision to go, all right, lean not on my own understanding, but I know you're asking me this. And so what do I have to lose? Being left out of jokes, being left out of, what do I have to lose, God? My answer to you, what you're asking, is going to be the best fruit for my life, even though it looks crazy. And so I, I just remember growing up and these things, uh, you know, constantly coming in still to this day where, you know, people would say, oh, this, this movie's rated G. You can go to this. What's your problem? And I felt the Holy Spirit lean in. Ah, it's not right for your kids. And it wasn't about judging people who were choosing it versus me. The, the church loves to judge and it's garbage. But we've really got to be careful that we are following and encouraging people to follow the Holy Spirit for their lives and that we follow the Holy Spirit for our lives. And there are some, some um, absolutes in the Bible. There really are. Um, there are some things that are very good and very bad, and there are no blurred lines on those things from God's perspective. But there's a whole lot of gray area. And I feel the invitation for us is to come to the Holy Spirit and say, God, is before you go to that movie, before you pop in that album, before you do anything that there is gray on, just simply ask the Holy Spirit, is this a green light for me, God, or a red light? And the Holy Spirit will speak to you. You will know because he speaks to you. He confirms to you. And I just highly encourage you, go for that, man. Maybe you don't even know, but you just have some check in your spirit about, you know, I always go this way home, you know? And you, the Holy Spirit just, this, this verse right here it is um, so beautiful. Maybe you're driving and, and you just know that that's the way you go, but something in you is telling you to go a different way home. Do it. Obey and follow the voice of the Lord without a thought process. I love this verse, Isaiah 30, 21. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, to the left or to the right. The following of the, the leading and the guiding, you know, God's not there to lead you right off a cliff. God is there to lead you into the best for your life. And that not, might not be what is for someone else. And a, a lot of people are looking for someone else to help them with those, those decisions. And I love leadership. I, I love friends that are um, in my life to love me and to encourage me, but also to correct me. And we need people in our life, but there's a lot of things that, that the Holy Spirit is just wanting to speak to you specifically about for what's best for your life. Amen. Uh, early on in marriage, my husband and I used to fight a lot over budgeting and over money. And we've been married for 18 years. And um, I really grew up with um, a very beautiful. My mom and dad were incredible. His parents were incredible. And um, I, I was very wise with my money is a, a very um, nice way to say I had a poverty spirit. So um, somebody just got slain in the spirit over that one. It's going to be haunting you today. Um, but, but what does wisdom look like without the voice of the Lord? What does smart look like without the voice of the Lord. Again, building an ark in the middle of no rain did not look smart. He was crazy to probably everyone who knew him, including his family. But God's gonna call you into these things where what people would think is smart, it's not smart. And what, what God will call you is a beautiful relationship with him. And so I remember um, my husband and I were, we had just done an album on our own. We didn't have a record label. And um, it was before we started ours. And um, we had given just everything and a lot more to, to do this album. So we had like $5 to our name. And um, 
we, we were confident that we knew we had done what, what God had asked us to do, and it was beautiful, and, you know, that album came out, and it ended up, you know, cr- crazily going way and above what we had, had spent on it, because um, God's so faithful. Sometimes he asks you to do crazy things that your bank account doesn't agree with, amen? You're like, Lord, I just need you to tell my bank account so I can follow you in this word, and the Lord's like, I just need you to follow me in this word so I can confirm it with your bank account, because how many of you know in the kingdom of God... Two plus two is not four. Two plus two is whatever the heck Jesus wants it to look like. Can I get an amen? And we get so analytical with how things work and how our, our math adds up. And Jesus just shakes his heaven and go, boy, you, you give me two loaves and two fishes and you just watch. You just watch what I can do. And um, I love being strategic and I love uh, being wise. But, but true wisdom is following the Holy Spirit. And in this season of my husband and I just, um, you know, giving everything we had and uh, going into debt to, to do this album, um, it was just financially a really difficult season. But we felt so confident that we had sown seed into our future. And um, at, during that time, I, I was down here in L.A. speaking at a, a conference that we just hadn't really had in, in our budgeting books. And um, I'd learned through those years to budget with the Holy Spirit um, do what I was supposed to do, buy the things for my family that we needed, and to ask the Holy Spirit on anything else that wasn't outside of what he'd ask us to provide for our family. And, you know, just really, the Holy Spirit wants to be in every part of our life. Every, there's nothing overwhelming. There's nothing that we can't do because he's with us to lead us and guide us. And, um, and so we just were, we felt great. And I was at this conference in LA here ish. And, um, we were in Pottery Barn. God bless Pottery Barn. Jesus, just lower the prices, though, just a little bit. <laughs> Hallelujah. And um, I love Pottery Barn. And there was this beautiful table that I had been, I'd love to say dreaming over, but I think lusting is probably the better word. It's okay. We're, we can be real here. So I had been dreaming and lusting over this table. And I remember I was in Pottery Barn with my daughter, and I just kind of put my hand down the table and said, one day I'll have you, my pretty. <laughs> and uh, I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, you can have that table if you want it. And I was like, Jesus, me in what bank account? Come on now, come on. But I knew it was the Lord. You ever had God tell you something? You're like, I know this is used, but this is crazy. And I had learned since I was a little, I'd learned to hear the voice of the Lord and to do things and to sing things and to, you know, as I felt it was him to be brave and just, I'd learned to do that. But this was a weird one because this not only, uh, defied my bank account, this offended me because this was something that I wanted. I didn't even need it, but I felt the Lord. And I felt this, this, God put his hand out. Like, are you going to hear me? You've learned to hear me here, but I'm going to expand your tent bags. Will you learn to hear me here? Will you learn to hear me when it offends you? I sat back and I went, she, so I called my husband said, baby. Um, so I'm in Pottery Barn and, um, I know things and, um, I feel like Jesus said I could have this table if I wanted to. (laughs) And he's so beautiful. He lives life open-handed. He trusts God in such a stunning way. And he wants the same thing of, of, risk of hearing God's voice over anything else. He just, and he just, he just said to me, baby, if you feel like it's God, do it. Take that word, husbands. Amen. Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
what a guy. And I was like, oh, my goodness, okay. I was hoping you'd say no, so I just wouldn't confirm it, and we, you know. So I, I intrepidly, I bought this table. I put it on a Pottery Barn credit card because you've got a discount for doing it, and I was also too chicken to just take more money out of my account. So, and um, I just, I flew home, and they, they were going to mail the table to me, and I couldn't even enjoy it. I couldn't even celebrate in this thing because it was so... Um, I, I just it defied everything I was about. And how many of you know, Jesus will tell you to do things that will defy everything you're about. You know, I'm sure, you know, we like to be so politically correct and not offend people. Don't step on toes. Don't say anything offensive. As Jesus is in this Bible, spitting on the ground, rubbing it in somebody's eye. So I just want to let you know right here and right now, we need to be cautious that we actually don't miss God by avoiding offending people. Can I get an amen? That's another word. I'll come preach it if you'll take me to that spa. (laughs) And I just was like, I couldn't even enjoy this table because I was so gutted that this, you know, that sick to your stomach feeling. But I knew it was the Lord. So I get home and, you know, a, a bit later, this uh, table comes and it is so gorgeous. And, and during that time of turmoil, the, I, I just couldn't even enjoy it. The Lord spoke to me and said, kings and queens will sit at this table. You're investing in your future. And as God is my witness, since the day I've had that table, the, the kings and queens in the kingdom have sat around this table. And year by year as it has gone on, I've watched God do this beautiful thing. That if I had not had the faith to trust him, I, do you know what I'm saying? And here's what's really amazing. Is the bill for that table comes. And the honorarium check comes from the trip that I had done here that we hadn't even remembered I had done. And almost to the dollar, the amounts were the same. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? And I just love that about God. I love that we we try to put him in a box of of how he's going to accomplish his word. He's like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. I'll do this. Two plus two equals 900 if I want it to. I got this. And all we have to do, the pressure's all off on life. The pressure's all, all off on decisions because how many of you know, you just need to simply bring those questions to the Father and say, Jesus, what do we do? Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I buy this house? Do I send my kids to this school? Do I do, I do this? Because God will speak to you and confirm it by his word. He'll confirm it with people in your life that will just absolutely speak to you on specifically what you're going through. Years ago, my husband and I, uh, during that time of um, giving everything we had and, you know, those, those first few albums that we put out, um, were just like that. You know, we just sold the farm to invest in the seed and, um, it just, God returned so faithfully. He's been unbelievable. And, um, we were in that same season again, where we had just given it all. And later in years and, um, a friend of ours said, man, you guys have just poured out so much. I, I really feel like you need to go to Hawaii. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't need somebody to confirm it when they get a word about me going to Hawaii. I say, yes, Lord. That's the, that is not a hard word for somebody to confirm. I don't know about you, but um, I felt the spirit. So, you know, we, we both, again, kind of came back to like, yeah, but man, that, that feels frivolous. That, that feels... I don't know about you, but my Bible says that Jesus, my God, owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And that he works in ways that are mysterious. 
Not ways that I, I can understand. Not ways that I would do things. But my God works in mysterious ways. And I can tell you that what we have been given, we have stewarded to the best of our ability. But what we have been given is because we have followed the voice of the Lord when it made no sense. It made no sense. And that's the invitation for each and every one of us is to follow him in that. And so, you know, our friend said, you know, that he really felt like we should go to Hawaii. And uh, I just was... um, not having a hard time with that, but we as a married couple were. And um, so my husband was brushing his teeth in the bathroom. I was sitting in bed and I, you know, that moment where you flop your Bible open and you're like, God speak to me. And um, you just put your finger in it and close your eyes. You know, it's like jump off a cliff. You're like, okay, man, that's not. Um, but I just, I just like, God, come on, just confirm this. It feels like you, but it is absolutely stupid on paper. And I plot, there was a message Bible and I plot my Bible open and I put my finger down in it. And the verse said, God is your island getaway like waves to your shore. And I screamed out, baby, we're going to Hawaii. And we did. We, we both were like, oh my, this is amazing. You know, we felt the Lord on it and we went to Hawaii and it was such a refreshing time. And we came back and um, again, that, you know, God's faithfulness and, and what we had sown was reaped. I would say, in things in our life, God will not leave you to jump off a cliff. God will not lead you to something crazy. But when you follow the voice of the Lord to the best of your ability, the fruitfulness, maybe you might not even see it for 10 years. Maybe like David building and Solomon in this beautiful temple, maybe it's something you don't even see in your lifetime. But generations behind you might see it. The question God has for you is, will you live your life to be audaciously bold, to follow the voice of the Lord to the best of your ability. And I don't know about you, but that is, that's the cry of my heart daily. Amen? All right, let's see if I have anything else I've forgotten to tell you. I don't think I have. Who knows? Probably not. All right, so put your hands out in front of you. Oh, no, she's getting Bethel weird on us. Just kidding, I'm not. I, Lord, I just asked today for these beautiful, just for all of us, God, this, this thing that you're doing in us, this road that you've got us on that you're calling us to, Lord, and this journey in relationship with knowing about you, knowing your, your heart and your ways. God, I pray for each and every one of us, Lord, that you would just increase your voice in our lives, and that you'd give us ears to hear and eyes to see, that we would know you, God, that we'd know you connected intimately, Lord, that we'd know your heart. We know what you're wanting us to do and your heart for people, your heart for situations, your heart for nations, your heart for people groups. God, that you'd give us eyes to see, eyes that don't make sense on paper, but, but eyes of the spirit. That we'd follow you, God, when our reputation's at stake, that it wouldn't matter, that we'd follow you, that we'd do those brave moves in God where it costs us everything, God, that you'd give us the courage, you'd fill us now. We love you, Lord. We love you that you are the faithful God, that you walk with us, that your Holy Spirit, ever-present comforter, teacher, helper. We thank you, God, that you are our Father, that you gave us Jesus, and by your beautiful Holy Spirit, you lead us and guide us daily. We love you, Lord. We love you with all of our hearts, all of our strength, all of our minds. And today, right now, maybe maybe you're on a journey of, of you've only known God as as someone in a distant or someone you've read about. Maybe today you're feeling God tug on your heart. I've got to know him. I've got to know you more, God. 
I just say right now, Lord, we dedicate as, as a people, we dedicate ourselves to you wholehearted. Yet again, mind, soul, body, we recommit our lives to you, Jesus. Take us, God. Use our lives as offerings. Burn us like fire, God, that that offering and that fragrance will be pleasing. That every decision in our life, Lord, what we do, how we eat, what we wear, every aspect of our life would be worship. Not just something we sing, but our lives, God, would be worship. Laid down before you. Not my will, but yours be done, God. That your kingdom would come in and through my life in every way. And that anything that is standing in the way, any sin, any hiddenness, God, in any of our lives, Lord, that you would come and burn, Holy Spirit. Come and burn with a fresh fire of your presence. That we would be wholly yours again. Not carrying shame even from yesterday or an hour ago. But today, right now, anew and afresh. The renewing God. The God that comes like a fire and all consumes in a moment for a fresh start. We thank you, Lord, and we just say yet again, come and do whatever you want in our lives. Full permission. Have your way. Whatever it looks like, God, we are yours. We love you so dearly. Just thanking you for the goodness of your life. Lord, the goodness of walking with you all my days, Lord. We bless you. And we just say yes and amen to what you're doing in Jesus' name. Everybody said Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.